Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the all sparkly, spanky clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. I think that's uh, We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How's everybody doing this week? We good? We surviving? We're surviving. <laughs> Are doing all the things? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you're back here another week with Angela and Bradford at By the By. Thanks for joining us again. Yes. Uh, yeah, what do we have coming up? We have a pendulum party this Friday. It has come right. up so fast. I cannot believe how quickly it's come up. It's sneaked up on us. Yes. Snuck up on us. It's, it's done one of those two things. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. grammatically which one it's done, but it has done it. Yeah, so July 29th, if you're in the Sydney area or want to be in the Sydney area, come on, get your tickets and come join us. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Uh, we also have the erotic ball, which is coming up, I don't know, soon. October 8th. There you go. In October. Looking forward to that. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. We're going to have to figure out what we're going to be wearing. I have not even begun to think about that, but yes, I probably should at some point. Me neither. That's future Bradford's problem. Mm -hmm. How that guy hates me. (laughs) Uh, And then coming up in November is our escape to the tropics with exclusively RHP. Yep. Very much looking forward to that. It'll be nice to get out of the city and into the tropics for a sexy escape. Yes, I cannot wait to get into some warm sunshine, humidity, naked bodies, fun times. Really, really look forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, we were just just talking about it this weekend with some folks that are going. It's like, oh my God, cannot wait. It's going to be just awesome. It's nice to have something to look forward to, and it's really not that far away. No, it is. It's going to be here before you know it. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just a few things coming up, and then... Yeah, we'll see where we go after that. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Also, just a big shout out to all of our listeners on Discord and all of the silly conversations that we've gotten into this week. And yeah, it's been kind of amazing. There's also been some really good, uh, I would say, conversation and talk around some possible podcast topics as well, which is really good. Some things that we are by no means experts on, so we get to call some people in and maybe do some interviews and things. and. Talk to some other folks who have a bit more information than we do. So yeah. I, I kind of look forward to exploring some different avenues of it. Definitely. Definitely. It's uh, some good stuff. Um, thought-provoking stuff. So yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, it's good. And if you'd like to be part of our conversations on Discord, as always, you can support us at any level on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Now. On with the show. On with the show. <laughs> uh, so... What I've put together is hopefully an entertaining, 
and um, I'm going to say educational list of foods that sound like sex positions or sound like they could be sex positions. We have we have the strangest podcast. I'm not going to say it's a good list. Some of them are probably going to be better than others and some we're going to know and some we're not going to know. Uh-huh. But we're, we're going to see where we get to with this. All right. And see how much you're ready to shoot me at the end of it. Uh, great. <laughs> great. Okay, so first of all, we're going to start with some desserts. Uh, I think there's a couple of drinks thrown in as well, kind of dessert-type drinks. So we'll see if you know what they are. Like Sex on the Beach, stuff like that? Well, yeah, Sex on the Beach is an easy one. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I mean, I'm just I saying, I knew that one. And that'll be on the list somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> I have a whole varied list of I was things. ready for that one. All right, all right. Okay. What about Sex in a Pan? Sex in a Pan. I mean, that, I'm not sure a pan sounds really sexy, but you know. But sex in places. Sex in a pan. Yeah. I, that's a Have new one. Have you ever one. heard of this? Okay. No. What is it? So, is it like food? Mm, it's, yeah, it's a dessert. It is a graham cracker crust and it has layers of cream cheese, vanilla pudding, chocolate pudding. It looks like some cocoa powder for garnish, all kinds of sweet things put together. Um, but it's just a layered creamy. It sounds nice. Yeah. It's, Where's it from? Cream cheese, Cool Whip, instant chocolate pudding, yeah, vanilla pudding. It's just layers of, I don't know, probably American, right? Given how much sugar is in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with American. Don't know what the history of it is. But yeah, it's just layers of, of sugary, creamy goodness. And actually, it does look really good. So I'm going to say that I would be willing to try that one. So, mm, that, I mean, it. Is this like something like if I go to if I go to Google and Google a recipe for this, oh, I'm yeah, gonna find. Yep, yep. You can right, you well. can find recipes for it. That's okay. There you go. So I mean, it's got to be a thing if you find recipes, right? That's how it works. <laughs> I mean, it's not not a recipe. Something if you can find recipes for it. Yeah. And, oh my God! Yes, sex in a pan recipe. Yeah. See. With Graham Norton. Oh my God! So, okay, some of these. It looks like tiramisu. It does look a bit like tiramisu. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, sex in a pan. Mm-hmm. Crazy name for a dessert. Yeah. All right. I'm all right. Cool. I'm all right. All right. All right. So we're going to go with that one. Okay. The next one I have is there's two that go together, a slippery nipple and a black slippery nipple. Okay. I know those are uh, shots. Yes. I think they have butterscotch in them, like a butterscotch liqueur or something like that. The regular slippery nipple, it has uh, grenadine, sambuca, and Bailey's or some Irish cream liqueur. Okay. And then a black slippery nipple has Luxardo, Black Sambuca, and Bailey. I love Sambuca. So, yeah. Mm. I don't think I've had it. Is, is What's the flavor difference between the Black Sambuca? I don't know. Is there uh, a flavor difference or is it just color? I'm sure there's, there's a flavor a, difference. There's got to be, like, right? probably like the difference between dark and light run. Yeah. Yeah, probably. All right, cool. Well, I haven't tried that yet. Well, maybe we'll give it a go. I'm not a fan of the drink name. It probably is a great yeah. drink, but it's like, yeah, it's one of those things if you ordered it, people would be like, ugh. Yeah, I agree. Okay, how about a slutty brownie? Oh, God. I mean, honestly, this one sounds so rich, but also really. A slutty brownie. Yes. I mean, it sounds it sounds like what a one-night stand leaves in your toilet <laughs> the next morning. Ah, <laughs> oh, goddamn. <laughs> Asshole left me a bloody, a, a bloody brownie. That's different. <laughs> a, a slutty brownie in, in the toilet. Man, you got to flush. Um... I, okay, okay, it's not, but I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> a slutty brownie is layers of cookie dough, Oreos, and brownie batter. Oh my God, that is like, like Wilford Brimley 
just rose from the dead and got diabetes part three. <laughs> yes, you're correct. <laughs> God, that you got zombie diabetes. <laughs> Zombies. I mean. Zombitas? But doesn't it sound good? One of the two. Doesn't it sound good? I mean, it doesn't sound bad, but. It sounds so rich. Like you'd only have a tiny little piece, right? Yeah. Because your pancreas would literally explode. <laughs> You'd have to buy another bottle of insulin for it that. It would one. fire insulin out of itself so quickly you would it'd be like puncture it'd be like the scene in Alien where the creature comes out of the guy's chest, only it would be his pancreas trying to escape. <laughs> okay. The next one I think you're actually really gonna like. Okay. So this is more like a winter twist on sex on the beach. Okay. Sex in the snow? Sex on a snowbank. Sex on a snowbank. Uh-huh. Sounds frigid. Uh, what, what do you think would be in that? Sex on a snowbank. Uh-huh. Well, like, sex on the beach is a really Caribbean tropical drink, and that's really nice. So, snacks on, snacks, snacks on a snowbank. <laughs> uh, sex on a snowbank. I have no idea. Like, Goldschlager? Because uh-huh. it would be like the gold f- flakes. There's snow, only yeah. two main ingredients. Milk. Cream. So Malibu rum. Okay. And cream of coconut. Uh, oh, that does. I do like that. Yeah. That's and you can, bad. and it, you can either have it like over ice. You can blend it till it gets a bit like more slushy like. Oh you could even add a little bit of pineapple juice to give it a little more pina colada flavor. Actually, basically pina colada. But I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is, yeah, sex on a snowbank is uh, Malibu rum and cream of coconut. That sounds nice. I think that's something you would like. I think I would like that. Yeah. That sounds good. Make me one And of those. actually, there's a picture of it here that's really pretty. They have something something white dusting the rim. Would that be a powdered sugar? They've got a cherry on top, too. Oh, no, it's coconut. Sorry. That would make oh. sense, duh. Well, that does make more sense. <laughs> I was going to say, is it semen? Um, so this one's a little fancier. It has Malibu rum, coconut cream, sugar syrup, ginger bitter, shredded coconut around the outside, Wow. a cherry, and a lemon wedge. That sounds... I think that we're podcasting this wrong. I think we should have to try these we, things. We need to have them and try yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll I'm disappointed to, now. Maybe we'll have to have a, a sex food themed party and just have like all the foods and drinks. That's great. Okay. We have a new party idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So while we're on the sex cocktails. Okay. We also have sex in the woods. Sex in the woods. That's a cocktail. Uh-huh. Yeah. Man, these are... I mean, they could be literally be anything. People are out there shouting. I mean, they know what it is. I don't know what it is. I, I've never heard of this one. So, okay. I mean, that, that's not a shocker probably to most people. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently there's sex in the woods. There's sex in the jungle. Apparently you can have sex anywhere. That's a thing. I mean, you know? <laughs> literally you can, except in space. Why, why not in space? Um, I read an article today that astronauts are not allowed to masturbate in space or. Is that because it goes everywhere and makes a yeah. really huge mess? Yes. Right. Okay. I was like, an astro- and, and NASA hasn't figured this one out? Like, come on. Yeah. How long are they up there for? Good right? Lord. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This seems like this seems like a health hazard. Mental health hazard, at least. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So sex in the woods. We have vodka, Kahlua, amaretto, and pineapple juice. Well, that was easy for me to say. Pineapple juice. Pine and apple juice. Yeah. Pine and apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> Pistache mocha. Right. So right, say what was it again? Vodka, Kahlua, amaretto, okay. and pineapple juice. I don't like it. That doesn't sound great. Nope. All right. So sex in the jungle. We have vodka, rum, melon liqueur, pineapple juice, orange juice, blue curacao, and then garnishes. That one sounds good. Yeah, I, I could I could go with the jungle. Yeah. Let's do a jungle. Let's screw the woods. Let's there do are leeches jungle. in the jungle. Some jungles, not all jungles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so apparently you can also have sex in the driveway. Oh my god, what what is that? Do you add like oil, like <laughs> motor oil? Uh, peach schnapps, blue curacao, vodka or white rum, and Sprite. Why is that sex in the driveway? Where do they come up with this name? I don't know where the driveway comes from. That seems dumb. It that's dumb. Whoever came up with that, you're dumb. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's I mean, just come up with a better name. It's a great. Um, we also, sounds like a good drink. We also have come in my panties. <laughs> okay, that one. I'm. What is? Tell me what's in that. <laughs> Vodka, peach schnapps, heavy whipping cream, raspberry liqueur, and top it off with whipped cream and cherries. That's hilarious. I mean, it looks pretty. I don't know what it tastes like, but it looks pretty. Oh my God. Uh, wet pussy. I mean, basically, you're just putting sexy names. Wet pussy. Food. That has fish sauce in it, right? <laughs> no. What kind of cocktail would that be? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, what is this? It's Clamato juice. Oh. <laughs> I call it that time of the month. I mean, here's a picture of the wet pussy. I mean, that's it goes, just, it goes from wet, like white on top down to red on the bottom. It looks creamy. It does look creamy and then red on the bottom. Uh, it's vodka, gin, coconut rum, peach schnapps, pineapple juice, and cranberry juice. Then we have between the sheets. Okay. Which is more of a sidecar drink. It's brandy, light rum, triple second lemon juice. That actually sounds good. I'd give that one a try. We have pink silk panties, vodka, peach snops, cranberry juice, and cherries. God. Bend over, Shirley. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's wrong. What's in that one? Uh, raspberry, vodka, grenadine, lemon, lime soda, and cherries. Okay. Again, I'm not exactly sure I yeah, understand I mean, where these names are coming from. I was going to say, I think the names aren't not, we're going to move away from the cocktail thing because they're, they're getting kind of, I feel like it's getting kind of dumb. Yeah. So, yeah. They're they're definitely reaching. Yeah. Yeah. So let's move to some foods. All right. Okay. So first of all, we're going to start with snack foods that are like packaged snack foods, right? Oh. And I don't know if these are, I'm going to assume from some of the, the brands and things and I mean, it could be from different parts of the U.S., but some of them I don't necessarily recognize. So they might be from different places around the world or could be British or whatever. Okay. Okay. Um, I love it. That's just great. It could be from places all around the world or it could be British. I said around, not all around. I know, but it's just like, you know, British is part of the world. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Okay. So if we're talking packaged foods, we've got a salted nut roll. <laughs> Tell me if you've heard of any of these because... No. I'm, I'm not the biggest snack person, so I don't No, you know. but I would definitely put my mouth on a salted nut roll. <laughs> I know, wouldn't you? Um, I have heard, Spotted Dick. Is that on the list? Spotted Dick is on the list. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've at least heard of that. I've never had that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have also in the snack food category, we have poppycock. Okay, what is that? Um, it is... Is it like popcorn and is it like... Um, yeah, clusters of almonds... I think it looks like almonds, pecans, maybe, okay. uh, and popcorn covered in some kind of glaze stuff. So it's like Cracker Jack. Yeah, I remember having poppycock as a kid or when I was younger, but I think it is a bit like Cracker Jacks. We have creamy curl honey bun. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have big hunk that looks like a candy bar. Mm. Mm, big hunk, yeah. Oh, you know this one. You love these ones. Pink snowballs. I love pink snowballs. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> This is so good. Damn you, Hostess Cupcakes. <laughs> These are a couple I had not heard of before. Mini Dickmans. <laughs> like many or mini? Mini. What if you had many? Mini. Mini Dickmans. Mini Dickmans. With two ends. Yes. Huh. Yeah, it looks like a um it looks like milk, dark, or white chocolate covered marshmallows with a crispy wafer base. 
Okay, that doesn't sound I bad. I mean, it actually sounds pretty good. I wouldn't mind giving this a try. We have double filled cream betweens. That's a basically an Oreo knockoff, right? Uh, of course. Or, or some of other course. brand's version of Oreo. Yeah, I mean, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, Cr- double filled cream betweens. <laughs> you have to wonder if like Ralph in marketing knows what he's putting well, on that, the packaging. That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, is there no marketing check for this kind of stuff? Like, does somebody not think about it? Or do they think about it and be like, I don't care, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a good eh. laugh out of it. Yeah, fuck it. Operation, fuck it. Yeah, maybe that's it. Okay, now this one should have gone through the marketing department check. Okay. Paula Dean, butt massage. Butt massage. B-U-T-T massage. It's a seasoning. It's a must-have oh. for your pork roasts and ribs. Okay, yeah. But come on. Like, really? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that one was actually, they thought about that one. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Like, we're going to make all the BuzzFeed lists. Now, fair enough. What spice are you? Butt massage. <laughs> Take this 10-question test to find out. <laughs> Which spice you are. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have, moving on to other foods, we have the Boston cream pie. Which, I mean, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> it's a delicious pie. Yes. Yes, it is. We have pigs in a blanket. I mean, come on. That. I mean, that doesn't sound terribly sexy. No, but it kind of looks a bit sexy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you got a little hot dog sticking out of a croissant there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like an uncircumcised snack. Yeah. Uh-huh. Banana split. I mean, again. We're... That doesn't really go from the name. That goes more from the looks, yeah. right? Yeah. Kumquat. <laughs> I mean, come on. Kumquat. <laughs> They're really good, too. I like them. Yeah, no, I haven't had them in ages. Wait, there's a tree on the walk between here and the grocery <gasps> store that the lady, I mean, it's on somebody's property, Angela. We cannot, unless we go like right now. Can we ask? Late in the middle Can of the I night. Can please have some of your kumquats? I have some of your kumquats. They probably get so many off of it, right? Yeah. They might share. You know, if after sex you try to do exercise, sometimes you do cum squats. <laughs> I do. So how hard is it to grow a kumquat tree? This well, tree? clearly it's pretty easy because the, the tree that they have is almost your size. Oh, oh okay. I might have to look into it. It's covered in kumquats. They're really nice to <laughs> shave really f- finely and then uh, candy. Oh, I have, I have them that way. Yeah. Put them on a salad. Candied kumquat. Oh, I'll give it a try. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, so we have a Cincinnati three-way. You almost spit out your drink. <laughs> what? <clears throat> a Cincinnati three-way. Is that huh? like spaghetti and chili and sadness? <laughs> sadness? Wow. Is it regret? Is there is regret one of the... Because, uh, like, Ohio is the... It's the only state that's round on both sides and high in the middle. <laughs> and Cincinnati is basically Kentucky. Right. Like, it's... Their airport is literally in Kentucky. Yeah, you're right. It is. Yeah. It's, so it's dumb. That's what I'm saying. It's basically a chili, but I'm trying to see why it's called. A- I, I was right. It did have chili. Yeah. So it is a chili. I'm just trying to see why yeah. it, why it is called a three way. How does a three way chili differ from a two way chili? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, oh my goodness. Three way chili has a unicorn in it. We have a whole history of Cincinnati chili here. Oh my god. What's the what's the okay, two liner? So a three way has the addition of beans or onions. Oh. Um, so if you add both beans and onions, is it a Cincinnati orgy? A four way. Oh my god. But there's also five ways and six ways as well. So I guess just the more you add to the chili, because you've got the chili, the cheese, and then This you know. becomes just lazy now. This is my kind of marketing. <laughs> you know what? Let's just add another ingredient. What are we gonna call it? Mm, seven way. It's a Cincinnati seven way. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you got your chili, your teas, and then, you know, your, your onions or your whatever. I mean, that's almost you know, like a hen way. 
A what? A henway. What's a henway? About three or four pounds. Oh, terrible. <laughs> I walked right into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say my brain has not been on fire this weekend. <laughs> I'm so glad that because normally you would have seen that from like way far away. And that, there's just a few moments in life yeah. that you get to say that yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah, you had another one. Was it Friday or Saturday? You you got me as well with one. <laughs> oh, geez, my brain. I need to I need to have a chat with my brain this weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's just really ultimately it's way too up to way too much up dog. Uh, I'm not even, even going to go there. Go where? No. No, we're, we're leaving this alone. We're moving on to the next food. Fine. <laughs> um, nut butter. <laughs> is this another Paula Dean thing? Because apparently that bitch is racist and horny. I don't believe that this is a Paula Dean thing. So this, it basically. Nut butter. Is it like nutter butters? So like it. The candy, the cookie or whatever. No, I mean it basically looks like like I would say peanut butter or it's like schmegma nut butter mm, <laughs> schmegma. I, th- I think it's just like peanut butter, but maybe not necessarily peanuts. You can do different nuts or some things like that. I mean, it's it, called testicles, Angela. It it look 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 it looks like peanut butter, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I think it's just nut butter. Oh, okay, like yeah, rando nut butter. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna know this one and love this one. Okay, and you're gonna have a variation of this one. Okay. In and out animal style. Oh my god, double double animal style. Uh-huh. <laughs> From In and Out Burger. I love In and Out Burgers. Um, they keep doing pop ups here in Sydney, and I keep missing when they mm-hmm. do the single one day pop up. But also, it's like a line of th- for three hours to get a fucking hamburger. So yeah, what's the point? Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than In and Out Burgers. Old man, get off my lawn. I love, <laughs> and I know people. Look, I know that is a divisive thing to say, but I support everyone's right to be wrong. <laughs> in and out burgers are the best. Uh, okay. They're the best. Yeah. yeah. I would say they're nostalgic. They're, and they're good, the but best. I'm not sure I would say they're the best. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I once left an airport just during a layover just to go to In and Out Burgers and back. <laughs> Did you plan your layover specifically for that? Almost, yeah. It was just it was a happy accident. That's great. I love yeah. it. <laughs> uh next one, I mean we know what it is, but it does Sound dirty. Pulled pork. Yeah. Mm. I like my pulled pork after it's been smoked. <laughs> Smoke my pork, then pull it. <laughs> uh, we have a muffaletta. So, okay. Muffalettas are great. Uh, it, that is a, uh, like a Louisiana style bread bowl sandwich that has uh, like an olive tepanade, metric shit ton of meat, sliced cured meats and cheeses. A little bit of lettuce, and, and then yeah, and they're really good. And then yeah, you sit a brick on it for like two days, let it cure the whole sandwich. Mm. Oh my god, I love a muffaletta. Mm. I like to eat my muffs. <laughs> you know what else you might want to eat? Um, n- nut butter, clam chowder, clam. Ch- I mean. I feel like we're stretching it. Like I, I get it. These are just w- food things that have yeah, sexual yeah. slang in them. I do think that's stretching it. Like, yeah, white potato clam chowder. Mm. Mm-hmm. Chowder. All right, so you've got bangers and mash. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. 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 Is that uh, when you're done 
you pull out and there's nothing but mushy <laughs> peas. Yes, that's mm. it. <laughs> and you mentioned it earlier, but spotted dick. Yeah, spotted dick. You got that? Never had it. No, I haven't either. Yeah. And uh, I got to be honest, I'm not sure I know what it is. You know, I'm not sure either. Let me to go to the Google box and find out what it is. And, and you know, Mr. H is like yelling gas right now, right? An English steamed pudding. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It is a quintessential British dessert. It represents everything that is delicious about traditional English cooking. It's a steamed pudding dotted with succulent currants drizzled with a luxuriously rich and creamy vanilla custard. Hmm. All right. Okay, that actually sounds really good. Yeah. I, I would give this a go and probably love it. But I have never, never had that. Okay, so we're, we're, we're going to move away from the more American and British foods. Okay, okay. Bukaki udon. Ho, ho, ho. I <laughs> don't know. That makes me wonder if the word bukaki means something that just because you get cum all over you, that's not what that means. It means the, the way you look with dripping with gooey shit. Apparently, it means splash. There you go. So, in the in this context, it's where a little bit of broth is splashed over the noodles after they're placed in the bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was actually looking at pictures of this now. It looks really good. I'm getting hungry, like, <laughs> looking at all this stuff. Uh, we have the Duchess stuffer. <laughs> okay. Apparently, it's a breakfast item at the Duke and Duchess shop. So, that's specific to them but i mean that's also like the um the was the burger place five guys yes i mean I know, it's yeah. great i mean it's it's in it that by itself isn't bad but you can twist it into something oh, naughty absolutely absolutely uh fluffernutter that's a cookie right that sounds yeah but doesn't that sound like i mean it sounds, it sounds like dirty it right? sounds dirty but it's really not there's nothing yeah. dirty about it but it does sound like it should be uh <laughs> and a hot toddy uh, yeah i mean i love me a hot toddy that is correct. Especially, yeah, I really, really like hot toddies. Yeah, and then you've got things like ladies' fingers and, and foods like that that, you know, inherently as well you can twist and make dirty. And basically what I'm learning is that you can twist a lot of things and make them dirty. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the point of it, right? You yeah. can, uh, Because we're perverted people and our minds are constantly in the gutter, we can take almost anything and make it, you know, seem naughty. Like, And we will take Anything and make it seem naughty. After I served her a hot toddy, she gave me a fluffernutter on my spotted <laughs> dick. <laughs> right? Wow. Maybe that's what I should have done. It's like, how do you use these in sentences? <laughs> like, write a menu. Writing a menu. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Well, when we do our, you know, sex food themed party, you can write up the menu for it. Yeah. All right. That, yeah. Sounds, that sounds great. <laughs> Are you having a sex-themed food party or a food-themed sex party coming up to, uh, you know, for your holidays? Well, if you are, you might want to have a game that you play with everybody. Try Curious Humans. Curious Humans is an amazing party game where everybody gets a card and a question and everybody else gets to predict what their answers are. They can be naughty, they can be nice, but they're always fun and laugh out loud. That's right, Curious Humans, www.curioushumangame.com. And uh, when you purchase the game, use checkout code by the by, B Y T H E B I, to get your 10% off. 
Looking for a naughty centerpiece for your food-themed sex party? <laughs> Have I got the website for you, www.adamandeve.com, and uh, pick your item out. You know, the one that's going to look great in the middle of the table. Maybe a giant dildo or an epic butt plug. Yeah, that's right. Pick that one. Put it in your basket, and when you check out, use checkout code by the by B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you will get that item at 50% off, free shipping, six videos on demand, and a couple of extra spicy little things thrown in your box along the way. That's adamandeve.com. Use checkout code by the by B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, so for the second half, we are going to go back to highlighting, spotlighting some of our famous bisexual people in history, media, etc. Uh, because we've actually had quite a bit of response from doing that. And it seems that people have learned a lot and been really intrigued and interested by it. And there are so many amazing bisexual people in history, media, and in, in culture. And so, I mean, let's let's talk about them. Let's dive right in. <laughs> well done, babe. Was it? It wasn't. No, it really wasn't, but that's okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> okay, so the first one is one that many of you are going to know. It was also somebody that when we did the Bicon Mardi Gras float, there were some of these on the float. Okay. Sia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I, like, I, know, I know Sia as a musician mm-hmm. and as a... Uh, as someone who recently had problems with a movie that she did or put money into, uh, some problem with autism, I think there was something oh, negative that right. I, I, admittedly, I just, it, I was ignoring the news about that time. Yeah. So I didn't see a lot of it, but I heard, I mean, I remember seeing some uh, clashback against her, but yeah, yeah, I don't know much about Sia other than that. She wears wigs. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sings songs. Right. So Sia was born in 1975. She's from Australia. She's an Australian singer-songwriter, record producer, and music video director. Okay. So apparently she started in a jazz band, Crisp, in the mid-1990s. Sure. Okay. I mean, we don't get a lot of Australian music in the U.S., and so certainly in the 90s I would not have been exposed to anything like that. No, definitely not. So um, I'm sure a lot of Australian people are yelling at us right now because <laughs> we don't know this. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I didn't realize there was a lot of Australian jazz. Fair enough. Okay. There's gotta be, right? There's gotta be jazz from like all around the world. I'm sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so then she moved to England and did vocals for the British duo Zero Seven. Okay. Also, don't know them. Nope, never heard of them. And then in the around 2005, it looks like, went to New York and to the U.S. Okay. Then her fourth and fifth studio albums in 2008 and 2010 were not as good as expected. So she took a break in which she focused on songwriting for other artists. And then in 2014, she finally broke through as a solo recording artist with her sixth studio album. Wow. A Thousand Forms of Fear. And then that's where she... You know, had a top 10 single chandelier. That, oh, which we yeah. all know that one. I want to swing from the chandelier. <laughs> chandelier. And then there was Cheap Thrills as oh, well. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah. And then she's gotten a number of awards and things like that. And she has, as far as her relationship history, as far as we know, she had a history of dating men. And then she announced a new relationship with J.D. Sampson. And they later broke up. But when asked about her attractions in 2009, she said, I've always dated boys and girls and anything in between. I don't care what gender you are. It's about the people. I've always been, well, flexible is the word I would use. That's funny. It's a good way to put it. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And when we did the, the Bicon Mardi Gras, we had a number of Sia's on our float. Yeah. And that makes sense now, you know, because she's Australian. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the next one is one that... I think everybody in the world does know, should know. If not, well, I don't know what rock you've been living under. David Bowie. Who? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely didn't put him on the list before just because it was so obvious. Yeah. That when we were doing the guessing game, there's there's no way I could have gotten very far at all, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. So David Bowie was from the UK, born in 1947, died in 2016, actor, musician, singer, and songwriter. Do you know his full original name? Uh, was it Ziggy Stardust? Or it's like his real name? His real name. Oh, no. No, I don't. David Robert Jones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I remember an interview with him where somebody's asking him about his sexuality, and he's like, I feel like I've been quite clear. I am bisexual. And they're like, yeah, but what is your sexuality? I'm like, oh, my God, this is wow. terrible. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so he was on the cover of one of his albums wearing a dress, and he would very often wear wear dresses for interviews and things like that. And yeah, he like you mentioned Ziggy Stardust. He has that was his by kind of stage persona was Ziggy Stardust. And like you said, so in a 2002 interview with Blender, he was asked if he still believed that saying he was bisexual was the biggest mistake I ever made. Quote quote. Bowie's response confirmed his bisexuality and explained his previous denials. Interesting. Long pause. I don't think it was a mistake in Europe, but it was a lot tougher in America. I had no problem with people knowing I was bisexual, but I had no inclination to hold any banners or be a representative of any group of people. I knew what I wanted to be, which was a songwriter and a performer, and I felt that bisexuality became my headline over here for so long. America is a very puritanical place, and I think it stood in the way of so much I wanted to do. Which is interesting. Mm, and still true. <laughs> and sad, right? Because your sexuality really shouldn't get in the way of you being able to make art, perform art, do what you want to do. Yeah, very true. But it actually does get in the way for a lot of people and not just in the artistic world. That's very true. It's yeah. really sad. Yep. Everybody cares who you fuck. But why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if people could just do their work and, and not have to. 
justify who they fuck. Oh, you're such a dreamer. <laughs> I it's know. A, so cute. I know. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. It's an American. Okay. Born in 1924, died in 2004. Okay. Actor and director, Marlon Brando. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. I got a problem child on set, as I understand it. All right. Yeah, like, yeah. Was, okay. His. Oh, you're right. Because it says here that uh, Brando started acting on stage in the 40s, where employers had to weigh the benefits of his enormous talents with his erratic and temperamental personality. Yeah, he, he was a problem child. <laughs> Yeah, because he was in a streetcar named Desire yeah. on Broadway. Yep. Uh, and then he was also in, in the film. In the film, yeah, yeah. Stella. <laughs> yeah, and he was in the island of Doctor Moreau. He was Doctor Moreau, and basically refused to remember his lines. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that seems so frustrating. He would just basically off the cuff most of it, which is why th- that movie is a mess. <laughs> they had to because <laughs> they had to cut so much about it. It there is. I think there's even a documentary on how bad it was filming with him on that movie. Wow. Yeah. I think that was his last major film. <laughs> okay. Well, he won Best Actor for playing Terry Malloy in On the Waterfront. Okay. And then Vito Corleone in The Godfather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And yeah, yeah. it says here that, I mean, they different words, but basically that he improved a lot of his performances. Darwin Porter noted in the Sunday Times of London in 2006, Marlon Brando was bisexual and voracious. The roles he lived off screen were even more provocative than those he created in films. Wow. I mean, that sounds interesting and probably exhausting. (laughs) Yes, to both. But entertaining from a sideline if you were like on the side watching. (laughs) There were a lot of rumors about his various male lovers, including Richard Pryor, which we mentioned before when we Uh, talked about Richard Pryor. And his childhood friend, Wally Cox. After his death, it was revealed that he had kept Cox's ashes for 30 years. And they, uh, the pair's ashes were scattered together. Aww. So while Jeez. he did not openly date men in public, he wasn't very secretive either. And he was quoted once as saying, homosexuality is so much in fashion. It no longer makes news. Like a large number of men, I too have had homosexual experiences and I'm not ashamed. He was also married three times and had 11 kids, Holy some shit, biological, was... some adopted. Wow. So he was a busy man. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Jeez. So just as a side note, he, um, here's a picture of them together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Looking all dapper in their suits. All right. The next one that we have is also American. Born right. in 1986, so much younger. Actor, model, musician, Tyler Blackburn. I don't know who that is. Okay. See, I didn't either. I thought it might just be me because I don't watch a lot of TV. Uh, He was in Pretty Little Liars and Ravenswood. Okay. So just shows I just never watched. They were, that's a time I did not watch a lot of TV. Yeah. So. Yeah. He looks vaguely familiar. Yeah. He looks vaguely familiar, but again, I never really watched those shows. But in April, 2019, he came out as bisexual in an interview with The Advocate. He's quoted as saying, I'm queer. I've identified as bisexual since I was a teenager. I just want to feel powerful in my own skin, in my own mind, and in my own heart. And in that interview, apparently he talks about the pressures to pick a side and, and you know, yeah. the thing. No, yeah, the normal. Normal things that happen with bisexual people. And then he continues on to say, I heard so many things from within the queer community about bisexuality being a cop out or bullshit or the easy way out or something. And that always stuck with me because I felt the pressure from all sides to have my sexuality figured out. 
Mm. It's a lot of pressure. Mm. Yeah. Especially, you know, if you think about it as a young person in media, you've already got all the pressures of being in front of the public and then trying to come out and trying to find your community and find, you know, where you fit and nobody, you know, you're getting that pressure to quote unquote pick aside from all communities, which is something that a lot of bisexual people relate to and are familiar with. Yeah. It's such a bummer. It is. <laughs> it is. And I feel like that just really makes it a lot, lot more difficult. Okay. So the next one is an interesting one. Okay. It is an American actor, poet, playwright, and author. Okay. Did I say American? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Born in 1890. Okay. Died in 1950. Okay. Wrote under the name Michael Strange. Dr. Strange? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was, their real name is Blanche Marie Louise Ulrichs. Okay. So... Michael Strange, with drawings provided by her second husband, actor John Barrymore, Strange published a book in 1921 called Resurrecting Life, and her pseudonym was intended to separate the family from the erotic content of the book and its connection to her affair from Barrymore. But instead, it was really, really popular, and then then they became a lot more famous, and, and then she had to adapt the name Strange permanently. So apparently it was meant to be like, hey, I'm going to separate myself from this thing. And then it just kind of took off and became something bigger. And in 1921, Strange was among the first to join the Lucy Stone League, an organization that fought for women to preserve their maiden names after marriage. Okay. She was a big activist for women's suffrage. And starting in 1940 until her death in 1950, she was in a long-term relationship with Margaret Wise Brown, an author of many children's books. And so it started out as a mentoring relationship and then became romantic. And then they lived together in the end. Interesting. Yeah. That's. Yeah. So, so quite a, quite a life there. Yeah. Are you looking up a picture? No, I was, I I was, I mean, I found a picture, but I was trying to see if or how she would have been related to Drew Barrymore. Oh, is there a relationship? Well. John Barrymore? John Barrymore is Drew's great-grandfather okay so i mean they're definitely was it john drew barrymore or john barrymore that she dated it just said john barrymore all right so but also given the time can you tell by the time frame not really so john barrymore is not directly related to drew okay but of course they're in the same family mm-hmm. uh, because john drew barrymore looks to be drew's father this the what the the family tree i found is kind of fucked up uh, is it confusing structured yeah uh but yes so the long and short of it is they were definitely related but i'm not exactly sure how and maybe not direct lineage correct yeah okay so okay moving on we have a canadian what's that on a boot for all of our canadian listeners out there there's a bunch of you. We yes. love you. We know Our Canadian. We know who some of them are. Yes. Born in 1974. Okay. Actor, musician, alternative rock singer, songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, record producer, powerful and emotive mezzo-soprano voice. Ooh. Alanis Morissette. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, thought you also, would have done it by then. <laughs> also star of You Can't Do That on Television. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure she would. That, I'm pretty sure she got her start on that show. Okay, well, she had a uh, was on that show. Okay, I mean, because I would. I mean, I would say most people know her from her album "Jagged Little Pill," 
yes. that was a huge, huge success. It's also now a show that we actually saw when it came to Sydney. Okay, so yes, I just confirmed that that uh, Alanis Morissette was on You Can't Do That on Television. Okay. Oh, I was unaware of this. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. In 2010, Alanis Morissette married rapper Mario Soul Eye Treadway. What a name. I know. I mean, I don't really follow rappers, so. No, I don't either. But who looks at their baby and goes, hmm, let's call him Soul Eye. Well, I mean, that's a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they have a couple of kids. Okay. And in 2008, Alanis Morissette discussed her former lesbian experimentation on the Howard Stern show. <laughs> And in a later interview, she elaborated, what can I tell you about it? I think it's a beautiful rite of passage for everyone to play with their sexuality at some point. So I did exactly that, and it was great. So then my question is, to see if Alanis Morissette still identifies as bisexual, or if it was... Just an experimentation. Just an experimentation type of thing. Yeah, so that makes it sound like maybe she was just experimenting at the time. But other articles and things that I see online do have her identifying as bisexual. Yeah. I, look, I, I guess ultimately it, it does, you know, whatever works for you, but I'm okay with the whole experimentation thing. And if she decided, no, I'm heterosexual, yeah. that's fine. But we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Because everything yeah. that I see seems to be a little bit older. So yeah, yeah we'll just go with what once was until proven otherwise. <laughs> I like it. And ultimately really doesn't affect us. No, not at all. <laughs> okay. Let's see if I can find anybody else good for you here. Okay, so here's another one for our last one. Okay. American. Okay. Composer, author, conductor, musician, public figure. Scott Joplin. No. Damn. Born in 1918. Um, Died in 1990. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he was a pianist. He wrote Maple Leaf. No, Scott Joplin. Uh, Do you want me to tell you a little bit more about him before I tell you who it is? Yeah. Okay. Not Gershwin. He was a music director of the New York Philharmonic for a very long time. Victor Borga. No. And he conducted concerts with most of the world's leading orchestras and from his music for West Side Story, Peter Pan, Candide, Wonderful Town, On the Town, On the Waterfront, Mass, okay. and many other companies. So I thought that Sondheim did the music for West Side Story. Leonard Bernstein. Oh, boo. That's right. I did know that. Sondheim, uh-huh. I think, did the words. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he was one of the first conductors to, or he was the first conductor to give a series of television lectures on classical music starting in 1954. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Sit down, folks. I'm telling you a story. <laughs> I love it. That's so good. Uh, 1951, he married actor Felicia Cohn. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Good luck with that. Mon- Montalegre? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, in the Leonard Bernstein letters, Felicia writes, you are a homosexual and may never change. You do not admit to the possibility of a double life, but if your peace of mind, your health, your whole nervous system depends on a certain sexual pattern, what can you do? So they did, in, according to this website, they seem to have loved each other very much, but they did eventually divorce and he pursued relationships with men. Uh, and then she later got sick with lung cancer and he moved back in and, and nursed her. Oh. So it was apparently, sweet. yeah. At one point, one of his friends said he required men sexually and women emotionally. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But it's polyamory. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Solves all life's problems. Exactly. Exactly. At least open relationships. Um, so yeah, so I thought that was really interesting 
Yeah. From a, a musical perspective. Yeah. Hmm. Candida is good. I like Candida. Yeah. I, I'm unfamiliar with that one. Glitter and be gay. I feel like I need to look this up. The, it's, yeah, it, it's something that it's got very pretty music, very operatic. Yeah. No, oh, I'm going to have to look it up. It's it's good. Yeah. Sounds interesting. So anyway, so there's a few more of our famous yeah. bisexual people. Some we recognize, some we don't. Yeah. Some we forgot that we knew, like yeah. Leonard Bernstein. Uh-huh. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That was good. Thanks. Uh, I'm curious to know if anybody else learned anything else about anyone else. <laughs> that seems very open and vague. Yep. <laughs> That's how I roll. Also, tonight. if you've had any of the desserts and drinks and things, and yeah. I, I still think a let us know sex food party. Agreed. Like a, instead of a food sex party, a sex food party. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Cool. All right. Send us your information. We want to know. You can email us theatomsoflove at gmail dot com, or you can hit us up on any of our socials. We are at by the by podcasts, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can also check us out on our website, www.bythebye.com.au. A-U. A-U. <laughs> Anything else you would like to say before we wrap this one up? Stay sexy. Stay sexy. Until next week, stay sexy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 